Hello and welcome to Drop the Ball, where we are watching the Royals definitely lose to the Detroit lose Tigers. This game against the Detroit Tigers <laughs> for the second night in a row. Yeah. The reason why I stalled that intro is because Hans Alberto hit one to the track. And how And he looked like he was like pimping. So Yeah, but he never hits a home run, so we never should have gotten that excited we, about yeah, it. Yeah, you're correct. You're so right. I one hundred percent agree with you. Uh, you definitely hear Jackson's voice, but what you don't hear is Oliver or Josh. They both bailed on us. Yeah. So, sure, okay. it is nine fifty four at night. But we got the we got the two smartest guys. We got the guys That's that talk the about. most. We got we got the backbone of the podcast. That's what here, I'm so. saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, I guess he heeds no introduction as Alberto Montesi gets in the on deck circle to pinch hit for Lopez. Which is crazy because Jackson and I are also going to the game on the day that this that this episode is being released. So, so we might be able to see Montessi play shortstop, which would be pretty fun. You'll so. see all kinds of stuff tomorrow yeah. if we uh, go explore the Hall of Fame or do whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. We, might, we might take a little kissy picture. Yeah, yeah. Put it on the gram, we'll see what know. happens. See what it's happens. a little date night. Well, you know? it was your birthday. so It was my birthday. Yeah, birthday I'm 21 weekend, now. So, so yeah. Kind of have to. Yeah. That's Jackson Wilkes. I'm Matt Robinson. Let's get into it. First, we're going to start with the Kaufman Corner. Swing over to the K. Then we're going to have some Arrowhead Chop Top for something that Jackson was 100% right about, and I said it wasn't a good thing. See, I'm smart, kind of, sometimes. Yeah, and then we're going to end it with America's favorite segment, Drop the Ball. So a couple pretty good ones this weekend. Yeah, swinging over to the K first. Crazy. Uh, So if you haven't heard, the Royals suck now. Yeah. And uh, they're really, really, really struggling to do anything, which sucks as they... No, we're good. No, we're okay. Uh, we're only so alive. we thought the game was over, but um, <coughs> Royals are the only team in the MLB this season to have two win streaks of over five games and two losing streaks over of over five games. Five games so, or more. Yeah. Which well, I, I guess so, after today it's over five games. Yeah. So, so I, I gotta, I gotta, um, I do want to say we did talk about. Um, no, this would be their third um, losing streak of five games or more. Um, if they lose tonight. Anyways, so uh, awesome. I love that. So regardless, I do want to say that we did talk about last week. You know, this is a rebuilding team. This kind of stuff's gonna happen. I think it's it's way higher than expectations if we even if we even get to a wild card. You know, like I don't think anybody's expectation preseason was that we were gonna get a wild card. So the fact that we're even still in contention yeah, for that was, is still not a bad thing. Yeah, it was a fact that it was a step forward. I mean, yeah, I mean we were only projected to get seventy-one wins this season, and we're on track for more than that. So I mean, there's no reason to freak out, and it's before the All Star break. Like a lot of things yeah. happen. I mean. A lot of teams have had resurgences in, in in the after the All Star break and made a run for the playoffs. 2014 I'm, Royals. I'm not freaking out. Um, I even if we finish with a losing record this season, I, I think this, there's been some positives, there's been some negatives, but we uh, regardless, we still have we know what we need to yeah to, we know what we so. need to fix. We we already know we have a general idea of what we need to fix um, for next year to become a contending team. I think at this point. Yeah. And there's some tough decisions in there. We've talked about those, such as maybe getting rid of Solaire, maybe getting rid of Dozier, um, all that stuff. But yeah, um, I know, yeah we t- we talked about getting rid of Solaire, getting rid of Dozier. We talked about about that last week. Yeah. But real quick, I just want to say the record, which some people might not like. I don't know. Some people might not really grasp. But the Royals are thirty and thirty-five, and to be yep. completely honest with you, in two thousand at, at the beginning of the year this year, I might have taken it, or it might have been my expectation. No, yeah, because I mean, 
then you because you prove that you're kind of still in it. I mean, I didn't expect the Indians to be that great, but they're they're starting. They're doing all right, doing great. Yeah. I expected the White Sox to be on top. I just I probably expected the Indians and Twins to be flipped. To be completely honest with so you, so did I. So that's that's really where we're at. I think the bi- the biggest jump in this season from previous seasons is that um, it's actually worth turning the TV on now. Yeah. Um, it's not a like in 2018 and 2019, I remember I would I would watch games, but I would never watch them from the beginning. I would get a notification that we were up, and I'd be like, oh, maybe it's worth watching this. Yeah. Um, 2020 kind of flipped out a little bit. I would start watching stuff from the beginning, but part of that was just because I missed baseball and we only got 60 games, so I wasn't going to miss as much. Um, but now we're seeing we're seeing now, I mean, like I'm watching almost every game at least at the beginning and then tuning out if it gets ugly because – we're at least competing, you know. We're a competitive yeah. team this season, and and yeah, I mean, it kind of sucks going on all these losing streaks. But like I said, I expected that a little bit, and yeah. like we're at least fun to watch, you know. I, I think there's there's some cool stuff that happens every now and then, like dropping eleven in the first inning, you know. So. Yeah, I I think that yeah, like you said, it, they're fun to watch, but damn, they're not fun to watch when they can't get hits when people no, are in yeah. scoring position. Yeah, because they go on these crazy ass runs. And they score nine in the first inning, or they they score seven in an or inning, or they hold the team to one run, or something exactly. like that. Exactly, yeah. or the st- or the starters come in, uh, this young starters Brady Singer and Chris Bubich throw eight innings of two run baseball, yeah, or one yeah. run baseball, and you're like, oh my god, look at what they can do. Exactly. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's it's just it's it's annoying. I understand. Oh, believe me, I'm mad at them. I'm pissed. I'm oh yeah, no, too. it's it's frustrating. And so, and, and the fact that I w- we were hearing on the broadcast earlier that the Royals are two for forty four in their last times and runners with runners in scoring yeah, position. Yeah, that's last, unacceptable. Last night in their loss to the Tigers, they had three runs and fourteen left on base. So I mean, it's it's um and that's 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 shall we say also that they ha- that the Tigers had nine different pitchers last time, yeah last in night. nine innings yeah. Two of which came out of injury, which means we should have probably hit them a little bit harder if they were yeah. pitching injured. Um, it's that's that's the that's what's missing from the equation right now. Our pitching our pitching is doing all right. Um, it's not great, but it's definitely stepped up from our other losing streaks. Yeah. If I'm being completely honest, I'd much rather have a losing streak because we can't score runners than having a losing streak because our pitching sucks. Because it's a lot easier to correct the team as a whole not hitting in runs. Than it is an entire pitching staff and not as producing. We've, and I'm pretty sure, as we said last week too, the absolute like miracle that Irvin Santana has been. No, yeah. Last as a long reliever, on man. Night, he's on been, Monday night, yeah. On Monday night, Irvin Santana came in cr- and had a crazy outing, along with uh, was it on last Monday, last Monday or last Tuesday that Irvin Santana took over for? Was it, was it Coar or Bubich? I don't remember. It was. It was for Coar. It was Coar because Bubich has at least been. Which we he's, talked he's about, stuck I guess, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still. He's come in and he's been. I mean, he gave up a couple of runs last night, but yeah, bro, no, come yeah. on, you kept him in the game for f- you kept him in the game for four innings. He didn't like, give up runs until the ninth. No, yeah. So like, that's all you ask of someone as the Royals lose four to three to the Detroit Tigers. <sighs> yeah, it's I don't know, it's tough. Um, I don't like losing games. Obviously, I don't like losing games um, to the Detroit Tigers. I'd be that's interested to see like. how many we left on base. I'll give the Tigers some props. Mize pitched really well. Yeah. Um, it seems like a lot recently. Um, the teams that we've been facing have been getting a lot of just kind of bloops. Yeah. 
um, ground balls that are moving at 50 miles an hour, um, horrible luck. line drives that look like pop-ups, you know, I mean, line drives with crazy arc to them. I, I just, I think, um, I don't know. I was talking to Matt about this and I think a lot of that is because of, um, the shift. And I, there's been a lot of talk about the shift, um, recently, uh, with the minor leagues possibly, I think is it is, does, has one of them actually officially like outlawed the shift I don't think so. Yet, or did they Minor just talk about that? Minor they started it, so I doubt. Um, well, this, they've talked about uh, making the shift illegal in the, in the minors to test it out. Um, and I'm getting to a point where I wouldn't even hate that because the Royals have given – I mean, in this game, um, let's see, they lost by a run, and they gave up two uh, off of hits to the opposite field when they had guys – when they had um, – they had guys on the when they had one guy on one side of the field on the infield and um i think that there are opportunities for a shift but it seems like a lot especially recently the royals have been over shifting um Mm -hmm. sometimes i think a shift needs to be as little as three steps you know one way or another shading another way getting ready to break being ready to break the other way and that way if you get beat it's because you were you were breaking the other way and you're still maybe gloving that ball and knocking it down or you're not able to make the throw because you're having to take a couple extra steps the other direction away from first base. Um, that at least saves the run in those instances, you know. Yeah. So I think um, there I think there needs to be some there needs to be some thought that goes into maybe how much we use the shift for the rest of the season because shifting against a hitter like Milk or not Milky Miguel Cabrera, um, who is experienced. Uh, knows how to hit to any field, even though he pulls for power. And um, really, as he's gotten older, hasn't pulled as much. And has just doesn't shown, make sense. Yeah, has shown exclusively against the Royals almost that he will hit it anywhere on the field. Exactly. Like if there's one player that you're not going to, that you shouldn't shift that heavily for on the entire Detroit Tigers lineup, it's for him. I mean, he's a former Silver Slugger. He's led the league in every single former triple crown winner. Former triple, yeah. Former, the, sorry, yeah. The one in our, crown. the only one in our generation to do it before him was Ted Williams. So. Exactly. It's, I mean, he's the one guy in that lineup that you don't sh- that you can't shift that hard for. I get a couple extra steps if you want to give your infielders those that, that extra head start, but I mean, Putting leaving an entire baseman, side open, yeah, yeah. leaving having the first baseman be the entire the only infielder on the right side of the field against a hitter like that just isn't going to work. That's not going to ever pan out well for you. So um, that's kind of my gripe is, I mean, the left on base I think is Matt's biggest thing, and I don't like that either. But it's really frustrating to me to see us lose games, especially like tonight. It's an, it's a perfect example where the only reason they won is because two runs scored on balls yeah. on the ground moving 50 miles an hour. Yeah, I – Double play balls. Speaking – and if you don't want to – if you want to keep talking about this, No, I'm can, good. But, I'm good. But the shift – speaking of the shift – Somebody who exclusively was destroying the shift every time it was brought against him, and I don't know why they kept using it against him, was Andrew Benintendi. Every and time he was getting shifted and he would hit it opposite field. The most consistent hitter on the Royals team who has ever ever since his first two weeks of adjusting to being in the, in, in another division yeah, in the another, American League. Another, yeah, another stadium, another division. Yeah. yeah. He has batted over 340 and – Seven home runs, been absolutely crazy. Goes on the goes on the IL because of a left rib fracture. fracture? Yeah, a hairline fracture in his rib. Not a big one. Yeah, that they say that is it's gonna be it's gonna be, it's a ten day DL. It's gonna be a little bit. 
But what sucks the most is that Harrison, if you're not aware, no one's aware. Why am I saying this? I live in a house where my mother is dating a Cardinals fan. So he talks about the Cardinals <laughs> all the time. So Harrison Bader of the Cardinals has the same injury. He was put on the 10-day DL. They were like, okay, it'll be a few days. He'll be back in probably two weeks or something. He's been gone for a month He's now? been gone for a month and almost a half now. Yeah. So it's scary, but we have no reason to freak out. No Mondesi. No, Dozier can't hit the broadside of a barn. Neither can Solaire. Yeah. And the, your most consistent player uh, n- next to Salvi, I'd, I'd say even more because Salvi, Salvi uh, goes on like eight run streaks. So where eight, yeah. or eight, eight out about streaks where he Salvi's doesn't do more, anything. Salvi's more clutch. And but then he breaks out. Ben Benintendi's regularly hitting. He's yeah. been regularly hitting. And he actually hit a home run in the same damn game that he, that he apparently cracked his rib or yeah, yeah. cracked his rib on. Um, well, and to be fair, it's possible that it's a re-aggravated injury. It might be that he didn't actually re- re- like fracture it. It's just uh, they're calling it that because they needed to call it something because he did th- he did sit out last season with a lot of last season with the Red Sox because of a rib injury. Um, I don't know if it's oh, the same God. side, same place, but it's possible that he just re-aggravated that same rib injury and they called it a fracture because yeah. that's what happened last time and they didn't have a place, a thing to, something to call it. You and know? with and with so. that, the retroactive move, or not retroactive move, but the corresponding move is Edward Olivares coming back up. He has been the epitome of whenever a player goes down for the Royals on offense, he comes back up, which, I mean, if you've listened to this podcast, you really know that I love Edward Olivares and I really do think – and I have since I have I have ever since they traded for him last April or August. Oops. August, but Sorry. yeah, I liked him too. Sorry. I liked him too. But I I love him. I think he's really going to turn into something. I just don't know if he's ready yet. And he's got to he's just got to get continuous at bats. And that's really going to be my thing. Is if he doesn't get continuous at bats, then I don't know if he's going to. You know what gets him those continuous at bats? Dozier not playing. Trading Dozier. I, which I think could happen. I don't know if it'll happen this season. I don't think it'll happen this season just because he signed a four-year. Extension. I don't think it'll happen this season. However, because yeah, he goes it, off to it. If he gets on an, if he if ends he this ends, season yeah. at like under two ten, which he is gonna shine with glorious colors. If he does, that's the case. He'd have to hit like three hundred for the rest of the season to finish for above two twenty. Yeah, yeah. So if he gets off to another horrible start. And and hey hey, I get I understand why he is. He's like I want to make sure that I'm worth the money and I'm doing this. And he's tensing and he's he's, doing he's in his head and he's also been dealing both seasons. He started out injured either from COVID or last two seasons COVID or yeah. injury. So it's probably been hard for him to get a start from the beginning of the season like everybody else and get yeah. consistent and and you know, um, it's not it's not and and I love him. I don't want I don't want to see us trade him. I think he's a really good guy. I really like how he fits in our offense. His mindset is really great for the Royals. Um, he's a team-oriented guy, and I appreciate that. But at the same time, um, as, we've t- as we've talked about before, is there going to be room for him? Exactly, because we've got a lot of outfielders, and we've got a bunch of guys that can play first and third yeah. <laughs> coming up. Once so, you got Prado coming up, once you get you got, Bobby Witt yeah, coming up, Nick Lofton. You, you got um, what's his it, Law? Is that his name? Law. What are you uh, talking about? Um, I can't remember his name, but you also have Gabriel Cancel, who's in Triple A. He's he's in Triple A. He's, he's hitting really well right now. Yeah, he's hitting well. He's uh, hitting. He's hitting. No, he's hitting really well. It's actually been pretty quiet, but I, I'd urge you to go look at his stats. I don't know them off the top of my head, but I saw something the other day that was like, okay, hold up a second, because he's been he's been borderline borderline call upable right now. If Gutierrez wasn't a thing, 
Yeah, that's a, that's another thing is Calvin Gutierrez is. I mean, we can't really shit on him because he's he's definitely a replacement. I don't, so every like, now I and then it. he just I don't know. Gutierrez frustrates me because I really like the kid. Defensively, he's solid. He's better than Dozier, but offensively, I he's built he like a power hits, hitter. But he, it's just everything's in the dirt. Yeah, everything's he, in the dirt. He spikes everything. His it, average launch angle. His he's like in the top one hundred for hard hit balls. This season, or not this season, in his last, like, whatever bats. But his average launch angle is, like, negative three. Yeah. So it's just, like, I don't know. It's frustrating because he hits the ball hard as shit, but it's always in the dirt. Or and it's, he's like, got a, right up the middle. Yeah, he's got a couple that have been – I mean, he's got a home run. He's got a triple. I think he's got a double. He's got one of each, I think. But it's just, yeah, he, everything he's a else is in the dirt. And yeah. If you're gonna be built like he is, you gotta be able to hit more than singles. If you're gonna play third base, you gotta be able to hit more than singles. It's just, it's really, yeah, it's, it's really damn annoying. It's really damn annoying. And uh, hey, uh, uh, we were, and we haven't got to this yet. Oops. I was gonna say the, the Angels series. Uh, we got killed by Shohei Otani. Go watch that home run. If you oh yeah, him. he Holy laced hell. that. It was the hard. It was the furthest one he's hit him all and, his yeah, career. Him so. and Max Stassi destroyed us. Who the, hasn't been hitting great? Who in his hasn't career, been hitting but at all? Just turned it on at the right time. He's turning it on now. And also the worst pitching ERA in all of baseball decides to be Cy Young Award winner. Oh yeah, they were all crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I think the Royals. To be completely honest, I think the Royals didn't play awesome against the Angels, but I think they drew a tough straw there. Yeah, um, they they caught a team at a. They should have split with the A's because was a four game series, right? They, they should have won split with the A's. And um, and then yeah. against the Tigers, I don't know. I, first game was trash. Today at least was competitive. I'm not going to give them too much, too much. Um, yeah, but trash it, it, for tonight. It still but, goes back into the. Goes back into the. I'll, I'll go back to the Angel series in just a second because we got to get to that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just gets back to the. You got to beat people that you're supposed to beat. You got yeah. You got to beat you the Tigers. Have to. You got to take two of three from the Tigers. Tigers every time. are bad. Yeah. Tigers are really bad. I get it if you drop one. And, but. and it's not like the Tigers are like us to where it, I and I don't think this is my bias talking, but it's not like the Tigers are like the Royals and the fact that we're at, well they're a couple years away they're just like the Tigers year, the Tigers are five years away they're so <laughs> they far got away. they got some decent young pitching but everything else sucks Mize Mize and Torkelson are the only things and Torkelson's not even up yet yeah so like it's just Scooball's okay Turnbull threw a no hitter but like it's just like these guys are they're not good they're no, not, yeah they're really not good it's, they've got they've got uh, it's based. They're basically the Giants that without the without the luck, yeah. because they've got all these old ass guys. That, oh God. Anyway, you just gotta. You have to win no, against yeah, teams that you're supposed to win against. That includes the angel. That include included the Angels. You, you gotta take at least one of, yeah, one of three there. You're going on twenty nine and twenty eight off of two rough games against the Twins, which I know it sucks. I know it sucks. We talked about it last week. Yeah. But you had two. You had two opportunities to do whatever, and, or to tie the game with runners at second that can run. If you hit a single, they were going to score no matter what. It it gets into the, it gets into your head, and I think that's what's happening. It's it's a mental game right now, and they can't do situational hitting. And yeah. I can't tell you why they can't. I can't tell you why they can't. It doesn't seem like they're laying off bad pitches, or or they're laying off like good pitches and they're letting things go down the middle. That's not necessarily it. It's that they just can't hit anything. Yeah, I just I don't know. I think everybody's in their own head. I think like you said, yeah. everyone sees someone in scoring position and they're trying too hard to do something. Yeah. Um I I think that's I mean, I don't 
I don't. Did you want to get back to the angels or? I just wanted to. I okay, just okay. Go to ahead because I have something that I want to move on to hitting a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. So one, one second, one second. So, w- one thing I did want to say is the angel series was a complete shit show. It was horrible. But one thing we could take out of it was number one, Irvin Santana was great. Number two, Ronald Bolaños came out and was un- damn near unhittable. Yeah. Uh, he had five straight strikeouts and then he had a flyout, which he was unhittable, I guess, in his outing. But still. Oh, he still he yeah, after that, the Angel uh, series oh he was god. pitching really really well. Oh my god, yeah. that two seamer was just complete. Oh, crazy filth. horizontal movement. Nobody could it touch was it. Yeah, filth. Yeah, like Justin Upton, who has been in the league for established over a hitter, has seen millions. He of was swinging over the top of it like it was like he yeah. he was like he was slicing. He looked at like him. He's like, yeah. what the hell is going on right now? Yeah, Bologna's that's an issue which I'm looking at right now. Is Calvin Gutierrez is batting fifth. He should never be batting fifth in this line. Yeah, that's yeah, no. Anyway, so yeah, Bolaños pitched great. Unfortunately, he just went on the IL, which Jackson just told me ten minutes ago. So yeah, he was. Matt was awesome. at work. So. And, and yeah, so uh, and Mondesi gets recalled, which we might see tomorrow. Hopefully, hopefully cool. we'll see him. I'd on be, I really like. I would really like to see him hitting in that fifth spot instead of Gutierrez. <laughs> yeah, me I'd too. also really like not Jorge Soler in that um, fourth, in fourth spot, spot, but that's not going to happen until we get Ben Attendee back. So yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I don't know. It's uh, I wanted to I wanted to move on to hitting. If you're good with the Angels yeah, series, yeah. And in the I mean the A series, all we can say, oh, it might have just been finished. Stop overanalyzing. They can't see what we're seeing. Yeah, but that was maybe a two minute press conference from Mike Matthew. Well, yeah, they just lost their fifth straight six game stri- again six, <laughs> after after just game. ending a fifth, another game another losing streak yeah, um, he's mad um, yeah the a series was tough that was but also i'm sorry i was like was you gotta to split it you gotta split you gotta it gotta split that because that's another team that's in about the same situation as you they're not like, really I, no, what no, i was no, gonna no, say no, what i was no, gonna no. say was i think t- losing two losing three out of four to the a's is not bad it's if not you didn't great, just lose three to the A's. no yeah i think is the, the a's the like A's you, are on yeah. the opposite side of 500 of where we're at, basically. So that's what I'm saying is, like, from a from a standpoint of competitiveness, yeah. you'd like to see them split. But losing three of four isn't too bad if you're not coming if in on a three-game, four-game. you didn't just lose five games. in a row. Exactly. Yeah. And so, because I thoroughly believe the A's won that series fair and square because we just we couldn't get anything going. And I don't know. I'll, I'll stop talking about that, but... It's just once again you're you're provided opportunities, yeah, and you're not taking advantage of them, which I know you're going to get into in just a second. But yes and w- no, I'm getting into some yeah. some technical some technical stuff here. Last so. last thing last thing on the A series, um, oh God, man, come to me, man, come to me. Yep. So yep, uh, yep. We, we're doing it, we're doing it. So we need that one. Yep. Close your eyes and listen to that yeah. one again. <laughs> uh, so, so yes. The last thing on the A series, yeah, I'll pitching move on. wasn't move fantastic. On. Pitching wasn't fantastic. Coar wasn't great. Coar is probably going to get sent down after he takes a start against the bo- against the Red Sox. You know, one of the most potent get, offenses in the. I league. don't know if he'll get that far because I don't think they want to let Devers and Bogarts get to him. But and JD Martinez and JD Martinez, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Jackson, get to what you're saying. Um, so I I wanted to talk about hitting and kind of g- actually get a little bit fundamental with you because. If you guys didn't know, that's I'm a hitting coach for a high school baseball team. Boom! That means he's recommended he can do he can do major league hitting. Exactly. As well. I also scout um, high school baseball, and I kind of kind of tend to focus on on hitting when I do that. But oh, yeah. so I just think I kind of know what I'm doing. Um, 
But one thing I've noticed with the Royals hitters, and I can give you exa- I can give you the one that that absolutely I I mean that is the biggest I mean exam like the per- most perfect example for this if you want to go watch a, a hitter. Uh-huh. Um, I think a lot of them are trying to hit the ball hard, and are s- just swinging over the stuff, swinging over everything. And some of them are d- they're doing it because of different things, right? But they're all trying so hard to just mash the ball, especially with hitters in scoring position. And so either they're turning their shoulder off or or they're letting their hands leave. They're not keeping their hands inside. Yeah. Or they're they're turning they're turning on balls early. They're swinging over it because they're really early on the ball. And their head's leaving. They're not watching all the way in. You know, all this stuff. Um, the, the hitter I want to talk about, though, is Jorge Soler. Okay. Um, I was going to say, you were said something about about your sh- their shoulder opening up and you can write a book on Hunter Dozier's shoulder. Oh yeah, Hunter Dozier okay. almost every at bat is is his front shoulder is opening up because he's trying to do stuff with the he's trying to he's trying to put pull that ball into the into the left field. He's moving his hands too quick. Exactly. Um, I mean, I dude, I have a high schooler that I'm trying to teach not to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, keep going. But um, another thing that I I mean, this is something that I've had to teach to to young hitters again too is, um, Jorge Soler. If you look at his hands, um, he's not keeping them inside, and I can tell you exactly how I figured it out. Um, Jorge Soler leads the majors in one category and one category only. Um, catcher's interference. <laughs> he does. Um, he's gotten on base six times, I believe, because of catcher's interference this season alone. I've never seen that happen before with a batter. I barely saw that damn rule before he even got here. Um, and I think, uh, I think what's going on is, uh, he's not keeping his hands inside. He's dropping them way back. And because of that, his swing is going that much further back. And so when a catcher goes to catch that ball and stick it, he's behind on it. So his swing is coming through later because his hands are outside. Um, and then when he is on time, which is harder to do with your hands not inside yeah. uh, and going straight to the ball, he's swinging over it if it's not on the outside part of the plate because the barrel of the bat is missing it by half a foot, six inches, you know. Um, uh, I think if you look at a lot of his – so, I mean, he went three for four yesterday. Um, I don't think he did anything today. I can't remember. I didn't. I can't remember his stats for today. But he went three for four yesterday, um, and had a home run maybe two or three games ago. Uh, in Oakland, Friday was that the night. game that we won? Yeah. No. Yes. Oh, yes. So that would have been Thursday night. Yeah. Um. But if you go look at that home run that he hit, uh, that ball's on the outside of the plate. Meaning, if he puts his hands outside, if he doesn't keep his hands inside, he can still hit it. If you look at his double that hit off the very top of the wall, that's an outside ball. Uh, meaning. His hands are not inside, but he can still hit it because he doesn't have to try to catch up to it. Um, I have to look at some of his other hits, some of his, his two singles from yesterday. But uh, I think that's I, I think that's that's one of the big issues, and it's it's a little frustrating because I'd have to look and see if that's actually what's happening. I'd have to watch some swings from the dead dead middle, front center, you know, um, see if that's actually what's happening. But if that's what's happening, and we're this far into the season, Royals hitting coaches aren't on top of that. Um, that's a little frustrating because that's something that I mean that's. That's that's fundamental stuff. That's little league stuff. That's stuff that you teach kids when they're ten, right? Hands to the ball. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I got told hands to the ball when I was, yeah, when I w- when I was ten and I we got a, I walked more than I got hits, you know. So it's yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I I like I said, I need to watch it again. But I think that's what a lot of hitters are going through on the Royals is they're just trying to hit the ball hard. And that's not how you hit the ball hard. How you hit the ball hard is have a good fundamental swing, swing exactly the same every time. And then you eventually will start squaring the ball up and finding holes. So sorry to get a little boring and a little technical on you. That's just, I think um, I try, I tried to give it in layman's terms so that if you're listening to this and you're, 
you're maybe a casual fan, but you want to kind of understand what's happening, you can watch Jorge Soler bat the next couple of games and see if you can you know, notice it. Yeah. Um. Really, I mean, if you if you want to try to find it, look at look at his hands. See if he's if you if you see him swing and miss really bad on a fastball right down the middle. Um. Odds are it's because his hands were outside, and so the barrel of the bat wasn't even going over it. Yeah, his hands weren't back. Yeah. Um. That's my whole spiel. I think That's my va- hitting I think thing. it's valid. I think it's 100% valid. And I think I think it's happening with almost every hitter. I mean, you notice tonight, Nicky Lopez was the best hitter for us tonight. That's because Nicky Lopez never tries to hit for power because he's not a power hitter. Yeah. Um, in those he leverage just, situations. He just fisted something in exactly. the outfield. Exactly. In those, he, f- he did what? He fisted. It's off his, like, off his fists? Yeah, that's that. I'm sorry, that might sound weird. Yeah, but that's Nicky Lopez really fisted it tonight. Um, that that's but, <laughs> that's always the thing I've always said. I don't <laughs> but know. what I'm, yeah, I mean, he came in clutch there because he wasn't trying to over, he wasn't trying to overhit something. He yeah. took a pitch that was inside. He he hit it off his knuckles into the, into the opposite field. It, it's it wasn't it wasn't a beautiful hit. It's not as fun as watching a three run homer or two run homer, but it did the job. It brought us it, within run it one got run. An RBI. That's exactly that was his job. Yeah. With two outs to yeah. get the run home. I'm pretty sure he also was on base to score one of the other ones earlier in the game. Which um, is crazy to me too, because with Alberto Modesty being reinstated from the IL, do you play him at third now? Maybe. Do you play him? At, you, you think have, about it because he can play third really well. Do you have? Do you He's have, got the arm. Do you have Wit go to the outfield now? Like that's May, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you have Wit play right field because Dozier and Soler can't hurt, hit with crap? Yeah. Do you have um, him play right field and then you have? Uh, yeah. Do you have? Sorry, I think it's possible. You have Wit play the outfield and then you have you have Nikki Lopez and and Mondesi. Yeah. I think it's possible. That's definitely a, a, a possibility. And yeah, I, I think what that's, was supposed to happen at the beginning of the year? What was yeah? What well, before before Isabel, Nikki decided that's, to that's blow one thing his, blow his entire spring well, so training. That's, that's one thing that's kind of that's kind of bugged me a little bit so far. Is so the only reason that Wit was playing second is because um, Isbell kind of forced their hand in spring training, and and Nikki played like crap, right? But no, then I when it, no, when I don't think that was it at all. No, I think that, it was most definitely that Nick they gave Isabel Nicky was Lo- hitting really well. I'm not saying that he wasn't. But yeah. I, I, what I'm saying is, I think Nicky Lopez, they 100 were like, take the job, and he just didn't. No, he didn't. He was yeah. just garbage. Right. So right. They, they were like, we we can't plausibly we, exactly. give this to him. Exactly. So then when they moved, yeah. 120. No, yeah, yeah. And so when they when they when they saw Isabel doing his thing, they were like, okay, there's a spot for Wit to go back to second base. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but so, but so it was kind of like, all right, so Isbell's not there anymore. They demoted him for, honestly, I'm not sure they should have, but they did. Um, and then he's ripped it up in AAA though. With yeah. That, that storm chasers team that is it's crazy. like 17 of their last 20. Yeah. That storm so chasers team is, woo, can't even to be fair. They've got like four quadruple A guys down there that are just mashing. McBroom and O'Hearn are going <laughs> insane right now. Yeah. O'Hearn, um, O'Hearn is the, the epitome of. Not good enough for the major leagues. <laughs> no, yeah, way too good for AAA. Wait, yeah, it's it's a really crazy, weird mix. Uh, it's there's yeah. very, it's very rare you see a player that's just so inept in the majors and so good in the minors. It's like, yeah. it's like uh, Crash from uh, from uh, oh, what's that movie? Bull Durham. Oh, I haven't seen Bull Crash Durham Davis. So long. You know what I'm talking about? Breaks the minor league record for home runs, career record home runs, and plays like 12 games in the show. But uh, I love that movie. Best baseball movie ever. Um, Ooh, okay. Cinematically. That's debatable. We'll get into that next week. It's not my favorite, but it's the best. Um, But, yeah, that's – I think – I'm way off topic. I don't remember what the point I was trying to make before we started talking about the Storm Chasers. But, oh, right, right, right. I I, I was surprised that they didn't move Witt back out to right field when when that happened. I think 
we didn't have Mondesi back yet, which was part of it. But I think once Mondesi's back, like on an everyday basis, hopefully, unless he gets injured again, um, it just sucks <laughs> because we were legitimately we were two games away from Benintendi Mondesi being back from the the whole lineup being constructed the way it's supposed to. Exactly, like and we were talking about Benintendi before the season gets started. Hurt. Exactly, this sucks. No, this yeah, shit no. sucks. Get yeah. us out. <laughs> this is awful. This sucks. Oh yeah, my no. God. I was, um, I'm excited for Mondesi though. Um, we talked about that earlier. I'm excited for him because in seven games he batted like 360 with two home runs and like with a stolen new home base runs, and not just like no, yeah, not they weren't wall scrapers. Those things got over. Yeah, like, um, yeah. like three doubles. I don't know. He was hitting like crazy. He's he had over a thousand OPS, in, and it's only in seven games. Small sample size. Small sample size. Small sample size. Uh, but, but if he can, it was nice to see him come back from injury and directly start doing that. We he's the so. spark. He makes the team literally five times better. He makes no, yeah, team, he and he, he lengthens when, the lineup. When we're in, when more. here's the thing, when we have Ben and Tendi and him back, Ben, and, I mean that moves that moves Ben that moves Soler out of the top five hitters. That moves Dozier out of the top five hitters because then your lineup is two is of your wit. best hitters from 2019. Shall we? Say. No, right? Yeah. Then you're then you're batting. Then your lineup is. Wit, Benny, Santana, Salvi, Mondi, your top five. That's a nasty top five. Yeah. That is an insanely good top five. Then your six can be someone like, I don't know, um, Dozier, who's not hitting great. I'd prefer, I'd prefer it's Oliveras or Gutierrez at that point. And then you have Soler or Dozier. And then, you know, but, but I mean, those, that top five, and when your last, bit, your yeah. last four doesn't matter as much when your top five are those five guys, yeah. right? If your if your nine hitter is is Taylor, which is what we thought it was gonna be at the beginning of the season when everybody was gonna be healthy, yeah, that's insane. That's that's great, and we'll talk about Michael A. Taylor next week if he he's been a bit frustrating. I want to see what he does down, for another down, week. Down, down, yeah. down. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's down been, into the he's, ring of fire, man. Yeah, he's been he's been bad. Is there anything you want to get on your soapbox for this week? For Royals, no. Nah, I think I've talked about hitting. I've talked about We've we talked, talked about, about record and stuff like that. Expectations last week. You need to hit with fucking runners in scoring position. I'm hit telling you that right now. You I, have to. I think the Royals need to hire me as a hitting coach. I I'm think so too. You, but that's probably what you what it should be. I think I fix at least three of the hitters within a week. Uh, yeah. Personally, but you know, it's just me. If they listen to you, but yeah. If they listen to me. Anyway, so I think we've talked more about the we talked enough about the absolute dumpster fire that's happening in Kansas City right now. Um. If they can just get on a roll, good God, if they could just get everybody healthy. Just get on a roll. Just get on a roll. Win a couple games in a row uh, real quick because I want to, and we've already spent a lot of time on this. We have Boston coming in this weekend, which is – That's going to be a shit show. That, which is, And then followed by New York, Texas, then Boston again. So – this could get real bad. These the beginning of the year, the beginning of the month was supposed to be the teams we beat up. <laughs> now we face Boston twice, New York, and Texas isn't that good, but you know, if we face Kyle Gibson in one of those, then maybe something bad happens. <laughs> maybe I mean, something bad. The happens. only <laughs> the only like bad start Kyle Gibson has ever had though was against us this week. So, or this year. The only bad start that they've had this year was against us. So yeah. Anyway, we will get into the Arrowhead Shop Talk right after this. Before we get into the next section, we would like to thank our sponsors, the List Show Sell KC Group with Keller Williams Key Partners. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, they serve clients with superior customer service and integrity while going the extra mile to make your transaction the best it can be. 
Find them on Facebook by searching List Show Sell KC. Slide into home with the List Show Sell KC group. It's what they do. Be sure to find us on all our social media accounts. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DropTheBallPC. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and like the Facebook page, both at DropTheBallPodcast. And we are back with the Arrowhead Chop Talk. And what I was saying earlier about what Jackson was right about and how Steve Spagnuolo said that he's going to have Chris Jones line up on the edge in some formations this year. And I was like, nope, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think that's a good idea at all. But I think it's a fantastic idea. With the addition of Jaron Reed and them not really having another edge rusher, then okay, sure. And Jackson, congratulations. That's that's all I have to say to you. I like it. I, I So I, I know Matt wasn't a big fan. I'm not quite sure why. I didn't agree with him on why it was a bad I just I just don't like the uh, I like Chris Jones's matchup against tackle again no I like his matchup against, against centers and guards because they are bigger and he can push them around yeah I don't like it against tackles because tackles are more agile than guards and centers right but they're also smaller sometimes than guards they're and smaller centers. most of the time they're smaller at least thinner yeah yeah I'm just I don't know I'm thinking about it in my head. And there's two things that's, that that poke out to me. One of them being Chris Jones will probably be significantly stronger. I mean, not bigger, but stronger than a tackle. Because like you said, they have to be able to, tackles have to be a little bit more agile, right? Yeah. Um, and they're not going to play him out there every single down, right? Only on maybe a specific pass rush down. Maybe two or three times a game, I bet. Like, I think they're saying it, but they're not saying it's going to happen every time. Yeah. Um, two... Spagnolo likes to stack the the box with big boys, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And especially the inside of the box is what I mean. Um, and if you've already got and Jaron Reed and Derek Naughty, Tershawn Wharton. Exactly. Like Derek Naughty and Tershawn Wharton, I know for a fact are bigger than Chris Jones. I don't know about Reed, um, but I know that those other two guys are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we saw Tershawn Wharton's going to be a serviceable a serviceable formation dude yeah for sure. a serviceable tackle right defensive tackle right um and possible I'm edge possible edge not, maybe but not, i th- not really just i like, like him better on the inside i like him on a three like if you ever run a three four then have yeah, him on the line maybe, there yeah yeah but uh, um you don't really see that in spags no no no, so. no yeah um and then jaron reed we know can perform especially alongside frank clark uh, and Derek Naughty yeah. is great at, at run defense. So I, I think we're not give. I don't think we're giving up much by moving Reed out to the, or, or not Reed, um, Jones out to the outside on additional, probably on run. I mean, yeah. I mean, we may be losing a little bit, but I think, I mean, who else do we have on the edge? We have a rookie, right? We, have we don't have, have Dana. we don't have Passanio now. Taco maybe. I like Dana I, a little bit. I like Taco a little bit. I don't. Kando is a rookie, and I don't really like him too much. He doesn't. Now I don't want to accuse him of anything. Actually, I'm going to accuse him because oops, but I I don't like his attitude. I don't like he's he very much Kando. Anytime you've seen any interviews or anything, or like right after he was drafted, he kind of just he acts like a shit done stink. Like, he kind of just acts, acts like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be here. I'm like, bro, you're fourth-round pick. 
Yeah. You're not like Yeah, I haven't seen anything about and him. You but that's never kind of, you never achieved your full potential at Florida State. Yeah, I've never I haven't seen anything of him, but I do think that he just talks like he just talks like he's I, like Yeah, that's there's the not a lot of room on the Chiefs for people who aren't appreciative of the team and, and willing to buy into the yeah. process and like I mean, like even Kelsey, who at the beginning of his career was a bit of a showboat, he was still even when he was even then he was still like, I'm buying into the process. I'm here for Reed. Yeah, Reed's he humbled up. No, he yeah. Up. I mean, even when he wasn't humble, he was still like, with, I was like, he was still, I'm with the team. I'm gonna back my guys up. Yeah, I'm blessed to be here because he had like issues off the field, stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, in college. So I mean, um, I don't mind for that reason. I don't mind Clark uh, or not Clark uh, Jones. I keep messing that up. I don't mind Jones going out to the edge. Um, every now and then, obviously he's a, he's an inside guy The obviously that's where he's going to do the best. Obviously that's where he's going to take the most snaps. But if every now and then on a third down on a third and long, he's taking some on the edge every now and then on a, on a second and long or something, he's taking the edge. Yeah. Make shit. Even on a, he's agile enough on a third and short. If you're really trying to make sure that that line stays, stays firm. If you're trying to force a fourth down. I don't hate him on the outside, because if you if they try to pitch something outside, he's yeah he's gonna he's get there. quick enough that he could push through that tackle and get to the running back. So um, I think it's less than a surefire it's less than surefire than a surefire yeah. um, success, right? But I think it's worth a shot to check it out, see how it does, see yeah. how he does. I I agree. I I just I don't know. There was I don't I sometimes I like don't like the matchups, but. You know, maybe he turns into something, maybe he doesn't. Who knows? Yeah, and, and they'll really they'll know. keep track of matchups too, right? I mean, if they've got, if they've got, um, I just think if you have someone, if they got an absolutely insane tackle, like Tyron right? Smith from the Cowboys, maybe like he's nuts, but he's he's a left tackle. So like if they've got like a Mitchell Schwartz type over there, they're not gonna throw him out there. Probably right? not. Yeah, I'd, but I would say no. But if they're going up against a team, especially a team with like a weak O line, if they're going up against the Raiders. They're probably gonna throw that dude out there. Yeah, they're gonna see if he can absolutely laser Derek Carr's shit. You know. Yeah, I, yeah, and especially with the Raiders having to basically rebuild their entire offense and not line. doing it as well and as us. They, well, they've traded away everyone. Yeah. So they yeah. did what we did. There's without the adding new talent. Without adding people, they just they just, <laughs> they just traded all of them away. Yeah. Okay, moving on to the next the next thing. Um, weird thing. I know uh, Jackson's not really into this, so I don't know if he even saw it, but. The Madden cover was the goats. I saw the, that. Yeah, they announced it as the, and of course, it's two days after. So if you're listening to this on Friday or even Thursday, you'd already know. But it's the two goats, and one of them's a goat, and one of them is a lamb. So like, I wonder if That'd it's be gonna be Brady and Mahomes after a Super Bowl where they just played each other. That yeah, I just I'm just like Mahomes was just on the cover of Madden. So I'm just yeah, like, but I mean, people are people are put on there pretty regularly if they're good. That's the thing you have to remember that Mahomes, we're seeing we're seeing Jordan, the, we're seeing Jordan right now. So I I, I, I know he's gonna get the press, he's gonna get the publicity. The, but so. the last time somebody was on any sports game, like at least in in two of three years, was probably Joe Maurer when he's on MLB 10 and 11. Yeah, when he was going crazy, when he was going nuts. But still, like the past, I mean, 10. Oh God, I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be an app. The last time two people were on the cover though were was Madden ten or oh nine with Troy Palomalu and Larry Fitz. So yeah. that that'll be weird. Apparently they tried to get Aaron Rodgers, but they were like, We don't really know if he's gonna play for them. So Yeah. So I kind of I don't know, I kinda wanna see 
um, like you said, it'd be weird that he put it, that they put him on there and and yeah, because uh, two uh, two of yeah. three years. But how many players in the NFL have in three within a three year span won MVP and then gone to two Super Bowls? Not many. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, not a lot. So, so I think because because I mean, there's we're in unprecedented they, territory. Not, like no, because no one is just like always on Madden because 09 was was Favre, 10 was Fitz and. I just said it. Larry Fitz and Troy. Eleven was Gronk. No. Or was Gronk twelve? Eleven. Eleven was Breeze. Twelve was Peyton Hillis. Oh, (laughs) forgot about that one. Yeah. Thirteen was uh, was Calvin Ridley. Fourteen Madden twenty five or Madden fourteen was like Barry Sanders and AP. Fifteen was Richard Sherman. Sixteen was Odell. Seventeen was Gronk. Okay. Eighteen was was Tom Brady. Nineteen was Antonio Brown. Twenty was Pat. Mahomes and then Lamar 21 was, was Lamar. So you don't really see it. They do a lot also, of mixing. Also, if you ever need me to just spout that out at some trivia, yeah, Matt, some Matt has absolutely no life. So yeah, he spends a lot of his playing Madden. I can also tell you probably the MLB the show covers too, but we don't need to go through that. We're not going to go through all that. <laughs> but yeah, it just doesn't happen often that they always that they keep going. Oh my God, I just remembered 2002's Dante Culpepper too. So <laughs> and wasn't it 04 Vic. Oh four was Vic. Yeah. Oh five was Ray Lewis. Oh six was. No, we're good. We we're fine. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's my drop the ball. Is that Matt has fucking no life, so he knows <laughs> every Madden cover ever. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean <laughs> that I have no life. Yes, you're right. <laughs> I work at GameStop, dude. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I work at GameStop. Uh, that's funny. Hey, bro. Okay, so let's uh, let's. Let's be done with this man cover bullshit. If, he's on, <laughs> if Pat's on the cover, he's already proven that he can win the Super Bowl when he's on the cover. So yeah, cares? that'd be cool. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm fine with that. Every time he's on the cover, he wins the Super Bowl. And then we're like, please put him on the cover. Please put him on the cover. I mean, if he keeps winning Super Bowls, they have to keep putting him on the cover. Yeah, like, it's as simple as that. You They're know? like, they want to break the man curse as much as they can. <laughs> Just so, obliterate it, pulverize yeah. <laughs> it. So moving on to, you know, we like to call it America's favorite segment. And I really do think that it's, uh, oh man, we're watching the replay of the game right now. So. Yeah. America's favorite segment, drop the ball. I'm going to go first because I think mine is okay, and it's it's kind of a drop the ball on the team. Is uh, We look ahead at the Detroit Tigers. You know the team that just just beat the Royals in two straight games? Unfortunately. Uh, yeah. I, you know what? I, how I was going to – I thought about this drop the ball on Sunday. And you know how I was going to say it? I was like, we all know the Detroit Tigers suck. Yeah, they do. And they do, but they just won two games against the Royals. So how does it make me look? Yeah. So – so, they Detroit Tigers suck, okay? And so they're bringing people in, calling people up, and they call up this this guy who had a little bit of experience last year, Bo Burrows. And long story short, this guy decides he's gonna puke on the mound. And he's, a little, he's feeling a little sicky. He's he feeling a little sicky. And hey, it's his first time playing in front of fans. He played last year, but that's not in front of fans. Not in front of fans. First time playing in front of fans. At a major league level, and hey, I understand your nerves. We've seen it with Jackson Coar. Nerves are a thing; just happens. But what the Tigers did is they they immediately sent him down right after. I think that's a drop. And the he ball. was pitching all right. He was pitching okay. Yeah, yeah. He gave two runs, but they're already down by Who eight. Who gives a fuck? You're down yeah. by six already. Yeah. <laughs> you got to give somebody to like give innings. Like yeah. who cares? But here's my thing: is like they sent him down. Why the hell would you send him down? Because he pukes. You that's suck. a bad. 
bad image, man. Bad, bad image. image. So that you send him down, nah, you're not, nah, you're not nah, gonna be nah. able to call him back up because there's, the man's there's no on way. The there's no way that's what actually happened. That's but it was pretty. Yeah, I don't. It's pretty bizarre that they just like sent him down. I'm like just that. like what? I'm just like why? Because like, like you said, it wasn't a bad. It wasn't a bad showing. It wasn't awesome, but it wasn't bad. He made a couple. People I mean, look him stupid, puking yeah. on the field is kind of a bad showing. Right, 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 right. right <laughs> him performing on the field. No, that's not a bad. Performance showing. wise, yeah, he did all right. Yeah, not I don't great, think it was bad, but yeah, Tigers, fuck you. You dropped the ball. He was still throwing strikes. Gotta give him that. He was still throwing strikes. Bo Burrows, look it up. It's fun video. I think he got two outs while he was still feeling sick. Because you could, <laughs> if you go if you go look at the John Boy video. Just he's check like, him out. he's yeah. If you look he, at the John Boy video, young, he's yeah, he had, he he's feeling it pretty all. early and <laughs> he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's he's oh, <laughs> he like spits a little bit. He starts coughing. Yeah, and then <laughs> the whole time he's just like throwing strikes. Hey, and so. here's the deal. He like, what is it? He has Yasmani Grandal down three zero or up three. He's up. Or he's down 3-0 on Yasmani Grandal. Gets the K. He, and he comes back in. Th- and yep. we're like, hell yeah, yeah and he's, we go. And the whole time. <laughs> 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 he's having a kid out there. Oh, that's hilarious. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Detroit, you dropped the ball. Congratulations. You suck. Relocate the team. Anyway. Um, Jackson. Yeah, so next. so as if you've been following baseball, the MLB started levying. Not levying. They started, they started giving out, uh, announcing their, uh, their verdict on foreign substance, substance policy. Um, it's an automatic ejection if you're found with a foreign substance on the mound. Ten game suspension, um, which could be added That'll on stop to, them. which can be added on to. That's not what's gonna stop. No, no, that's only two starts, right? What I think is gonna be the big thing is if you're caught, the team gets the whole team gets investigated basically, yeah. and they can't fill that roster spot with another pitcher. Um, that's just a, that's someone from your 26 man roster. That's just gone. Yeah. Um, so unless you have, unless you have a bullpen guy that can make a spot start or something, you're kind of screwed for those two starts. Um, but, uh, they've this whole time they've, so they made that announcement to yesterday. Um, but they announced like a week ago that it was going to be a 10 game suspension and they announced like. Maybe ha- like a, maybe four days ago or so that they were getting ready to make official announcement on it, and so you've been seeing a lot of pitchers spin rates go down. They've been giving up big innings. Garrett Cole Bauer are two of them that are very very probable cheaters, and they both gave up like four or five run innings each. Um, Tyler Glasnow though is another guy whose spin rate was way way up this season. Cy Young candidate. Um, Cy Young candidate for the AL alongside Danny Duffy. Um. I had to throw that in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 I got <laughs> um, uh, He got injured. Possible – I think it's a UCL tear, so a possible Tommy John there. Uh, he has a press conference, and he blames he blames the injury on not being able to use sunscreen to get grip on the ball. <laughs> I mean, he straight up says, I was cheating – and the reason that I got injured is because I couldn't cheat and thought that people were going to be on his side. And I don't know. I'm like, I'm trying to think about, I'm trying to think about like, you know, like possible people that might sympathize with them. With them. Like maybe if I'm, in, if I'm in a room with him having a debate, he might go, well, yeah, but, but if they would have told me that earlier, I would have been able to, I would have been able to, you know, I would have been able to like figure out how to not injure myself to not cheat, blah, blah, blah. And, and I was like, okay, if I go to if if I go to a go to a final right, mm-hmm. and the teacher goes, all right, so this isn't multiple choice. This is this is short answer. Uh-huh. 
but up until that that day, I thought it was going to be um, multiple, multiple choice. choice. I still should know the information to do the short answer, right? Like, like I'm not allowed to like pull, then pull out a cheat sheet and use that to do the short answer just because, like, I thought it was gonna be multiple choice. So just because he just because at the beginning of the season, he didn't know that there was gonna be an official ruling on the on the suspension. It was still against the rules to use foreign substance when you pitched. Yeah, they like just they, 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 they never down on it. It was exactly. Hard. It was never like if I if I get caught using pine tar or sunscreen then I'm just fine. I'm, I'm cool. They'll just make me stop. Like, yeah. right. Like this wasn't, this wasn't like, like fa- this wasn't like the steroids in the nineties where it was just kind of fair game until they f- officially like, made a ruling on it. Right. Uh-huh. Like, like it was always in the rule book that you couldn't do it. So I don't know. It's kind of, it's, biz- and not to mention they've been giving them, I mean, they said last season, we're going to make something, we're going to make a rule about it next year. And then they've been giving warning. This is your suspension. This is when we're going to implement it. This is the official ruling. This is everything that happens to you. They've been giving warning that this is going to happen. So they've had time to like work about this. I don't know. Trevor uh, or Glasnow, what, what's his first name? Tyler Glasnow. Tyler Glasnow. He dropped the ball, man. Yeah, you're going to you're going to get injured after after being a Cy Young candidate because you're cheating and then blame it because you couldn't cheat. Blame it on not being able to cheat. I don't know. I'm uh well, One thing I will say about that <laughs> though is Rob Manfred is a stu- is a stooge and uh, Yeah, they, Rob still the an fact idiot. that if you if you use a foreign substance on the ball or you spider tack or whatever on the ball that you want, you can get a 10-game suspension. But yet the entire Houston Astros, the entire Astros team is, organization yeah. is completely yeah. fine. And Rodon said something about that today, which I will say Rodon is also another person that might get tagged for foreign substance. He might, he's just nuts he might start, he yeah. might start giving up some runs that he normally wouldn't because his spin rate has also been up. It's been up, yeah. Um, I can't remember. I need to see if I can find the list again, but I found a list of like ever, like the top top people uh-huh. um mike minor was 17th on that list um in case you were wondering oopsies uh but but he's also not been pitching that well so he's been all right one thing i will for say for a fourth guy for a fourth guy in the rotation i haven't hated him but that's i was saying this in the car on my way home from on my way home from work i won't get back into the royals because it'll it'll be a while but because we're almost at an hour and i don't want to go out for that but you know mike minor has really been an and if you're here at the end of the episode love you you're awesome. yeah you're awesome but it mike minor has really 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 been basically a pencil in for 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 five and two thirds at least yeah no so, yeah he's been the he's been the most consistent in terms of inning but also load. it's not like mike minor hasn't done that before so like no, nobody's yeah. gonna be like oh let me look at your glove exactly yeah no yeah so I'm, i don't know i'm uh that's my drop the ball tyler glass now is probably the first person in ever to make Robert Manfred look smart um, because he, I mean, he, ba- I mean, Manfred got him to admit that he cheated yeah, and then look like an idiot in front of the entire world. So fuck I, you, Gal- Glasnow. I, I can't Sorry. I, I, I think I admitted the whole episode without saying an F-bomb, but that's just so stupid and so annoying and so yes. dumb and so funny. He's just an idiot. He's an idiot. Yeah. Him he, and Bauer are Two peas in a pod, man. And his d- former teammate too, Blake Snell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, one of those guys. I think top ten in uh, spin rate. Yeah, so. and hadn't been before. Hadn't been in before. Yeah. So anyway, if you have lasted this long, thank you so much. Comment. Ooh, what can I com- what can I have them comment on the on the, on the, um, on the Instagram or anything? Know. And you can't do it. So oops. Yeah. Um, comment. Oh, I want to say like L, but I know that some people might just do that anyway. 
Anyway, but comment something in the comments if you've listened all the way through. Comment something. Comment. <laughs> well, hey, uh, how about this? How about this? How about this? Comment Benintendi. Oh, as in yeah. Andrew ben, or Benny, Benny or Benintendi, and I'll give you a little prize. Nothing happened last week, so I don't Nobody, think anybody, yeah. anybody listened, but we'll see. Because <laughs> it's Oliver's birthday this weekend. So it this is, weekend, yeah. So, yeah. So we'll just have to see how that goes. I'm anyway, serious. thank you for listening to this episode of Drop the Ball. There's only me and Jackson. We appreciate it. I didn't think it went as bad as it could have gone. So it's all right. You know, it's just how it goes. Had anyway. some laughs. Had some jokes. Exactly. Got a little technical. Yeah. And until next time, you know what it is. Don't drop the ball.